This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My favorite event each year is the Lawrence First and Goal Clinic. We just finished the second annual Lawrence First and Goal Clinic and it was another amazing experience with over 125 college, CFL, and NFL coaches donating their time and football knowledge to help Lawrence Foundation for Pediatric Brain Tumor Research and Cancer Services. If you missed it, the good news is that both single and staff passes are available, giving you either 30 days or one year with a premium ticket to access this incredible football knowledge. I love the spirit of helping others that is a huge part of the clinic and I was excited to receive calls and texts from the speakers thanking us for allowing them to be a part of it. On behalf of Lawrence First and Goal and the Luce family, I want to thank all who participated, both speakers and attendees, for supporting this cause. Today's episode is a peek into the clinic with NC State head coach Dave Dorn who talks about his mission as a coach and how his team uses the idea of one more to improve every day. The link to the clinic is in the show notes. Please consider purchasing it for both the knowledge it affords you as well as the cause which helps those in need. Let's start today's episode with Army Associate Head Coach John Luce introducing Coach Dave Dorn. Uh, hey, my name is John Luce, uh, assistant head football coach and outside linebacker coach at Army West Point and Lauren's dad. So this is Lauren's first and goal. And I'm going to introduce Coach Dave Doran. I've known him for a long time. We we're just talking about it. First met him when he was the defensive coordinator at Drake. When we were both uh, visiting Coach Bowles at Nebraska. And then after that, he went to USC, was a grad assistant, and I was coaching the Army the first time and would go there and he would help me give us, he would give me the USC list, guys they weren't going to recruit. And then uh, went off and did great things at Montana and then ended up being the, the DC eventually at Kansas and, and also at Wisconsin, a great job. And then, then landed the Northern Illinois job where he continued to do a great job, has really tore it up in NC State, especially lately. And uh, going into his 10th year, you know, they went to the Holiday Bowl to play UCLA and then they had UCLA had a COVID issue, but still finished 20th in the country and had an unbelievable win. I bet most of the guys out there watch that come back against North Carolina but just want to thank coach for taking the time to do this. We're all very busy recruiting, obviously the way it's going. And I just want to welcome uh, coach Dave Doran, head football coach at NC state Wolfpack. Appreciate it, John. Thankful for the opportunity to help uh, with Lauren's foundation and be a part of this. All right. So what I was going to do is uh, going into my 10th year as the head coach, 
building a program and, and creating a, a winning culture, not just with players, but with coaches, uh, it takes time. It, it's not, in my opinion, something that you just walk in the door and do. And some of it's going to be through failure. And, and so I'm going to take you kind of through what I've done here and what's worked. First thing I would tell you is I'm not a slogan guy. You know, you got to figure out who you are and what you believe in and, and what fits the university you work for. This is a blue collar school. This is an ag school. People here, a lot of them are farmers. Um, we have a great techni technical aspect here with our engineering programs. But this is a blue collar school, which fits my DNA. And our mission statement at this university is think and do. For our football program, it's one pack, one goal, a united mission to win a championship. And that's been that since I got here. And uh, something that I truly believe in is, is incorporating the families of the coaches into the process of playing and coaching, traveling. These are two of my boys after a big win that we had down on the field with me and, and in the locker room after. And when we travel on the road, one thing that's special in my contract here, uh, my coaches, my 10 coaches can bring their wives and kids to every game, uh, every road game. They can be in every hotel. And, and that's unique to us. And we do that for multiple reasons. I think it creates a quality life for my staff that's unique. Uh, I don't think money can buy that. And I also believe that my players have a chance to see us as men, as leaders, as family men, as dads, as husbands. And it's not just at a banquet, you know, it's every week. And so my sons aren't going to see me as much as maybe some other sons out there because their dads are home more than I am. But when we're together and we got some, we got some memories, you know, some of the things that we get to do pretty special. This is my wife, Sarah, after a bowl win, something I really believe in, you know, is, is having a passion about what you do. And I'm fortunate I was a pre-med undergrad major. I thought I was going to be a doctor until the junior, my junior year in college. I had surgery on both my knees, unfortunately, and, and was able to do an internship with a doctor that I thought was my idol at the time and, and uh, found out the hard way that's not what I want to be for a living. And my high school coach gave me an opportunity to run a seven-on-seven -seven team before my senior year and just loved it. And went back to be a high school coach after I finished at Drake and, and uh, coached high school ball. And at that time, my mom wanted to disown me, gave up, you know, the salary of a, a doctor to be a, a high school teacher and coach. And she thought I was nuts and told her I wanted to be happy. I wanted to love what I do and, and uh, want to wake up when the alarm goes off and, and have excitement about my lifestyle and, and what I'm going to be and who I'm going to help. And so coaching became that for me. It became everything that I wanted. It became, you know, how can I help young men turn into something they wouldn't be without my help? How can I be a part of that process? And, and that's been my why now going on 28 years and uh, going into my 10th year at NC State. As I mentioned, I'm the second longest standing head coach in our conference. When I got into this league, I mean, we had some legends, you know, and we, we had Coach Beamer at Virginia Tech and, and, uh, unbelievable just to see him and how he carried himself and coach Grobe was at Wake Forest for double digit seasons and another guy is just so good to me you know now I stand in there and me and Dabo are the two oldest and I think he might be fifth in the country for longevity and I'm eighth which is pretty crazy 
So our mission statement, like I said, and what does that mean? You know, for us, I've learned the hard way in this profession, you can get a big ego fast. You can start reading your own press clippings. You can get into things. You know, that's not what coaches are. Coaches are servants. And, you know, we're out here to serve. We have jobs because we have players and, and we're here to serve people. And to me, when you have guys on your staff that have agendas, it usually ends poorly for your team, for your season, for their careers, you know, and it's taken me time to learn that. I mean, in my climb in this profession, you start hearing your own stuff, you know, how good you are, your defense is, how good your offense is and how innovative you are. And you've got to be guarded against those things. I mean, I think having a partner in life that can keep you grounded is really important. And I say that because, you know, as the head coach, when I interview people, it's one of the things I look for, you know, is this going to be a team player? And I'm not saying he doesn't want to be a head coach or a coordinator or be the best at what he does. I want that for him. But is he going to be someone that, you know, is ruled by his ego or is he going to be somebody that's ruled by his why? Having those type of people that drink the same Kool-Aid as me in the building make my job a lot more doable. You know, I, I believe this. I think we're blessed to be here. I think God has, has put us on this planet for an undetermined amount of time that only he knows. And I think we all take that for granted too much. I don't think you should forget about what you went through, you know, to have the position you're sitting in and, and don't undervalue it. We all learn perspective the hard way. And, and uh, I constantly remind my staff and team of that I did today. We got off the practice field and I shared a quote with them today just about that. You know, at some point in our lives, God's going to say time's up and, and that's it. You don't get to question him, you know, and so we need to take advantage of the time we have. How do you do that? You know, I think as a coach, my job every day is to try to be better than I was. My players' jobs is the same. We call it our one more at NC State. And what is the one thing I can do better today? And at the end of the day, did I get it done? And if so, what did I do to make that happen? What was the process of getting better? If I didn't get it done, why? You know, why didn't I get that done? And if I got it done, then I'm going to find something new. As I watch practice today as a, as a coach, I'm watching what can I do better? What can I challenge my staff to do better? What can I reach out to a player about that I know he can improve on? And then these guys write it down. We write down our one more every day. So, you know, you walk in one of our meeting rooms, there's going to be a piece of paper in front of that guy's desk that has his name on it. It's going to have 15 lines because we have 15 practices and each one he's going to have something he wants to get better at. And, and it's an aggregate thing. You know, when you have 100 players, for easy math, each player has 1% improvement per day. That's 100% growth for your roster. And if you do that 15 times, it's 1,500 times. And, and you're comparing that to the 12 teams you're playing against. And you control these. A lot of these things, you know, some it's not even all physical. I mean, injured players can have one more you know, I'm going to help somebody else or my body language. There's so many ways, you know, my communication skills, uh, active players, you know, they're talking about little things, first step, pad level, finish, hand placement, eyes, communication, coachability, finish. And the big thing that we talk about, it's not what you do all the time that matters. It's also what you don't do. And, and so we look at it both ways. You know, how many guys got there one more? How many didn't? 
and is constantly pushing that. And I think that's why we're so good at developing players at NC State. We monitor, we grade, and we constantly talk about improvement on a daily basis. Thanks again for listening. Again, please consider purchasing the clinic for access to over 125 talks covering every aspect of the game. You can register at lfgf2022.coachesclinic.com.